The Haines landfill has changed the way it charges residents for dumping their garbage. And Skagway releases cruise ship numbers that fall well short of early season projections. It's the KHNS Local News. I'm Mike Swayze. Those stories are up next. Beginning last week, the Haines Landfill, run by Community Waste Solutions, changed the way they charge residents to drop off trash. No longer will residents pay by the weight of their trash bags. Now they'll pay a set price per bag. KHNS's Brandon Wilkes explains the changes in policy and what else Haines residents can expect at the landfill. Whether it's a trash bag full of food scraps and dirty diapers, or just a large piece of light styrofoam, Haines residents bringing their trash bags to the landfill will pay the same price. A typical 13-gallon plastic bag will cost $7 to dispose of, and a 30-34-gallon to 34 gallon bag will cost twice that. This is part of the Community Waste Solutions Drop and Drive program, begun in April of this year. As explained by Craig Frank, the general manager of Community Waste Solutions, the change was prompted by both a labor shortage in Haines and a surge in operating costs. Haynes has seen a severe shortage of labor this year, causing many businesses to struggle during the busy tourist season. According to the Alaska Department of Labor, Alaska has an above-average unemployment rate in comparison to the rest of the country, yet also has a well-above-average jobs opening rate, which hit its third-highest month on record in May at 11.2%. As reported by the Chilkat Valley News, Haynes also suffers from lower-than-average wages, even among workers at the school and borough, two of the largest employers in the town. Fuel costs are also up almost 60%, and utility costs over 50% over the same period of time last year. Frank claims that the change to the drop-and-drive system will remove the need for a single position at the landfill, as well as prevent a general price increase. Supposedly, the new system will also streamline the trash intake system and speed up the process for those dropping off trash. However, some Haines residents have voiced criticism of the change to a per-bag system, believing that it penalizes those who generate smaller amounts of waste by charging by volume instead of by weight, with some claiming that the price of using the landfill has doubled. This increase in cost comes amongst general increases in the cost of goods this year, such as food, which saw an increase in price of almost 11% in July versus the same time last year, according to the Economic Research Service. For those Haynes residents who have already switched to the drop-and-drive system before August 15th, they will still see a price increase in the cost of bags. Ostensibly, this will be to cover the cost of the landfill's drive-and-drop bags, which are biodegradable and more expensive than traditional plastic bags, as they don't clog processing equipment. The prepaid biodegradable bags are available at the landfill, as well as participating local businesses, Haynes Home Hardware, Lutec Lumber, Olroods, and Mountain Market. Another change at the recycling center is an increase in cost for recycling cardboard. Previously, cardboard had been handled at no cost, but now will be charged at $0.03 cents per pound if broken down flat, and $0.06 cents per pound if turned in as is. Logistically, the process for dropping off trash hasn't changed much. Haynes residents will still use a prepaid drop-off lane or drive through what was the weighing lane and pay at the same window. Suggested solutions for keeping the cost lower include using trash compactors, paying greater attention to sorting out recyclable and inert materials, and composting when possible. For KHNS and Haynes, I'm Brandon Wilkes. General Manager of Community Waste Solutions, Craig Frank, could not be reached in time to respond to this report. Community Waste Solutions can be reached at 766-2736 or emailed at communitywastesolutions.com.
Nearly half a million cruise ship passengers had visited Skagway through the end of July this year, with ships arriving less than full and half of the town's busiest cruise ship dock closed due to landslides. It appears passenger numbers will fall far short of the 1.5 million predicted by the cruise industry earlier this spring. I sat down with Skagway Tourism Director Jamie Bricker about the department's latest numbers and a sneak peek at the upcoming Klondike Road Relay. Skagway Tourism Director Jamie Bricker, thank you for joining us today. Your department released a visitor volume report this last week, mainly talking about cruise ship passengers. What are the numbers looking like this year so far? Well, the Skagway Visitor Center estimates the number of cruise passengers based on double occupancy in each room, based on the numbers that we actually received from Customs and Border Services. In May, uh, ships were averaging about 58% capacity. In June, it was 63%. And then in July, we're looking at about 75% average capacity. So that's a consistently increasing number. Do we have projections as to whether those percentages are going to continue through the rest of the season? What I'm hearing from industry is that they expect passenger capacity to continue to rise. People's confidence in the cruise industry has been growing. And so I hope to see that number increase. So your numbers uh, go through July. At the beginning of the season, cruise lines estimated 1.5 million people coming to Alaska with the bulk of those coming to Skagway. Are we going to get anywhere near that number? No, I think we're going to fall short because of the capacity issue a little bit. But then in addition to that, there's the rock slide issue and we've lost a number of sailings. Based on what we estimate passenger numbers to be for each one of those sailings that we lose, I estimate we'll probably fall short about 100,000 passengers based on the traffic that we've lost specifically due to the rock slide issue. And is that about 30 ships worth of people? Yeah, correct. You know, at this point in the season through July, the numbers are what, about a half a million? For passengers, 444,000. So yeah, I guess roughly half a million. Ships like the Bliss and the Encore are expected in mid-October. But for instance, the Encore doesn't tender and the only dock they can stop at is the railroad dock. Am I correct on that? Yeah, it's my understanding that Norwegian Cruise Lines is looking for a solution to that problem. But I did check with cruise line agencies and they hadn't heard word back on what, if any, the solution will be for that problem. So we don't know for sure what's going to happen in October. It's purely speculation as to whether or not those will be replaced or whether or not they'll come. Well, you had some other numbers in there. We had 77 people walk to Skagway (laughs) in July. Is that right? Uh, These numbers actually come from customs and border services and they're approved through Washington. So I have to assume that those numbers have been um, meticulously looked after. And I guess there's 77 pedestrians that have arrived through the Port of Skagway this year. Maybe they're lumping bicyclists in with the pedestrian traffic. And then let's finally quickly touch on the Klondike Road Relay coming up early next month. Give us a quick preview of that. I'm incredibly excited to have Sport Yukon down here again this year to kick off the Klondike Road Relay after a two-year hiatus. There's going to be a little bit of change in the start time. The first group to leave 2nd Avenue in Skagway will be at 7.30 p.m. Alaska time. And of course, White Pass and Yukon Route is kicking off with their train whistle and we'll have an incredible DJ at the front line, I hear. And I hear there's over 1,500 racers this year. So 
There's a huge contingent of people anxious to get back to the race, and I am one of them. Running leg eight for Team Snafu this year. Leg eight? Is leg that eight. the big one? No, the big one's leg six, but I'd like to think that they're all very important legs. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course they are. It's a gutsy move they running are. it all in that race, you know, throughout the middle of the night. So this is the first time since 2019 that it'll go all the way from Skagway to Whitehorse, right? Correct. Amazing to have that event back in Skagway. Tourism Director Jamie Bricker, thanks for taking the time. Thank you. For KHNS News, I'm Mike Swayze. Thanks for joining us. You can listen to and read local news stories online at khns.org. You can also subscribe to KHNS News anywhere you get your podcasts.